you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Okay, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with not not a band this week, but um, an event that's focusing and highlighting on a lot of local bands. Uh, we're talking about the Manitoba Loud Music Awards, which at the time you hear this, if you're listening right when these episodes come out, it'll be happening uh, you know within about a day of the release of this podcast. So um, you know. If you haven't got a ticket yet, you should probably do that <laughs> if you're listening to the show. But yeah. um, I think before we even get into any uh, details about this year's event, uh, let's just figure out who we're talking to here. I know there's a lot of people involved in organizing and putting on this event every year, and two members of that team are on the podcast today. So uh, if each of you want to sort of introduce yourselves and give a bit of information about what it is you do with this event and, and how long you've been involved, that would be a great way to start. I'm Dag. I'm the founder of the event. Um, I own Badlands Promotions, Inc., and uh, it was something I wanted to do for a lot of lot of years, and uh, I brought it up to one of our other promoters at one point, and I'd said, you know, like, hey, this is kind of my idea. What do you think of this? And he was like, let's do it. Let's make it happen. And then him and I were going to do it together, and I'm kind of glad that COVID hit because it really put a halt on us, you know, possibly screwing it up because it gave us a chance to actually find a whole committee of people to uh, start it up. So the idea was first announced in, I think it was 2020, end of 2019 or something like that. And uh, yeah, but we didn't get the first one out until 2021. And then we've got Mike here as well. And Mike, you're you're a familiar, I guess, uh, voice and face to the podcast in that your band uh, Ramskull was on the show earlier this year. But you're also yeah. involved in the festival. So what are the not the festival, the the award show? So what is what is your role uh, with the show? Uh, yeah, for me, it's just uh, for for being in this scene for years and years and years. I kind of always wanted to kind of do something similar to what Dag was thinking. I'm not that other promoter, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, just kind of, we, we were actually, Ram School was actually nominated in the first year, and so we attended, and we're all a part of the festivities and everything like that, and I just was like, I really want to be a part of this. This is something that I really could get behind and believe in. So I just approached the the existing committee that was there in DAG and said, like, hey, like, I really want to help. So, so we kind of are like kind of like a team effort. Everybody kind of has a little bit of a different role, but at the same time, we kind of all do the same thing. So like for me, you know, like we're getting out, getting sponsors and, and just talking to people and just trying to promote the event as much as possible and, and just be an advocate for, for this event. Cool. Well, it's been, it's been interesting to see it sort of on social media. Um, 
it seems like every year it's i mean this year and we'll get into it for sure but this year you have a conaline crush headlining uh that, that's a, a big get for the for the event for sure and it seems like it's growing uh organically sort of watching this uh happen every year with, with who's being nominated and and all the kind of people sharing posts and sharing information about it so it, whatever you're doing is obviously working and i guess was the goal of this to sort of give uh some attention to like an under, under underserved music community in winnipeg in manitoba yeah, absolutely. It was all like we don't get recognized by, you know, big award shows. They'll do like a, a heavy award and it's like just a general rock punk and metal yeah. thing or whatever. But we wanted to focus specifically on all of that and all the people in that industry and uh, within Manitoba because like nobody else is doing that, first of all. And secondly, like it, it's totally fan based you know, like fan nominated, fan controlled, fan voted. We, we, we aren't a, a board that sits there and says, okay, this is who wins this year. You know, it's, it's up to, it's up to the, uh, the fans. And it's actually really funny because Mike is uh, nominated on a few of them and we've removed those, those categories from his vision. So he doesn't know if he's going to win or not and it's driving him nuts. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess that that makes sense though. With if you have a volunteer board, right? People who are probably everyone is involved in the scene in some way, so it's probably not that unusual to have someone nominated on the organizing committee for the for the event. Yeah, like I mean, I, I had hummed and hawed because um, I was nominated the first year, and the second year, like last year, I had won, and I was kind of humming and hawing whether I should or not. Um, I took it last year because I thought to myself, like, I don't know how many more years of playing I have left. I might as well take it while it's there. And, you know, so, and I didn't even get nominated this year. So, <laughs> but I would have turned it down had I been nominated just because, you know, I did my one win and I want to focus on everybody else now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it's interesting too, because when I first heard about this, I assumed that it was going to be strictly for the metal community and the metal scene, because Winnipeg, you know, as I think that everyone in the city knows, it's a very strong and very tight knit and sort of a uh, supportive, uh, for the most part, uh, metal community with all the different subgenres. But it, you go beyond that. It's not, it's not just metal bands. There's, there's punk bands. There's more kind of straight ahead, hard rock bands, um, cover bands, tribute bands, things like that uh, are in there yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so I guess what is the what is the criteria for loud? How do you define what a loud band is, and how much leeway is there? I mean, uh, for someone who maybe wouldn't necessarily be considered in one of those categories to to qualify. Uh, every year, we've kind of come up with new parameters on on what qualifies because we have had people nominated um, that barely fit into the parameters or. You know, so so every year, like like our men woman's doing, Mama Violet is doing the uh, the parameters and adjusting them accordingly. You know, so we don't run into certain issues again, or yeah. you know, people who don't necessarily qualify being on the qualified list, and and you know, so it, it really depends. Like essentially anything that can be classified met I, the the part we have the most trouble with is is um rock mostly right because rock is such a wide variety but yeah. we're trying to stick to more hard rock than like alternative rock or or pop rock or anything like that so it's uh it, it's tough when it comes to rock uh hardcore is pretty 
self-explanatory. Most punk is pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. And metal is pretty self-explanatory. Well, it's... So, I guess the good thing there too is that you're you're sort of mixing and matching with these people from different communities. I mean, I know Winnipeg, you know, the music scene in general is fairly tight knit, regardless of what genre of music you're playing. But when you have you know the hard rock bands in there, they maybe wouldn't have played uh, on the same bill as like a death metal band, uh, you know, in the past. And maybe getting them in the same room is gonna just just open up some more connections for people and introduce each other to each other's music and, and fans as well. So it's kind of cool that you do it that way. And also the breaking it down by instrument as well. What was the reasoning behind that? having like you know best bassist best drummer uh, those kind of things we try not to use the word best um favorite but, <laughs> uh, no just uh bassist of the year okay, or okay, guitarist okay. of the year or whatever so just because again we don't want to be the ones to say who's the best and who's the who's not right because that's you know i don't i i believe and it's just it's entirely fan controlled and top voted more than anything right so um but you know individual musicians are, are part of the music scene, you know, um, the industry people, the, the studios, the photographers, the videographers, the, you know, the engineers, all those people, they all deserve the recognition. And every year we're coming up with new ideas for, for different people within the industry. And, uh, you know, if, if categories start lagging and or slacking and, in one department so like the first year we had a uh cover band category and a tribute band category but it started slacking in one of the categories and so we just combined the two but yeah so i mean we're trying to keep it around 20 at all times okay around 20 awards at all times sometimes uh we we do a couple of surprise awards every year and sometimes those become permanent things like the ambassador of the year was a totally a surprise thing and it became a permanent, permanent thing. So cool. Cool.
uh, let's just like jump ahead to the actual uh, award show now. And I was talking to Mike before we started recording about the how cool it is you have the Carnaline Crush. Uh, headlining this thing and I mean I, I, I talked to uh, Trevor uh, on a recent episode of the podcast too and, and he seems pretty excited to be doing this as well um, what is it I mean what does it mean to get a band like that 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 has this kind of uh, long history and the Manitoba connection as well to be playing at a show that's uh, you know really honoring a lot more independent a lot more kind of DIY bands that maybe you know aspire to get to where they got or, or may have grown up listening to them and things like that uh, I'll let Mike answer this. I just want to say, though, that, like, it is not limited to just independent artists. Like, Propagandi, Comeback Kid. Uh, yeah, Propagandi. Um, you know, anybody who's... Uh, our big parameter is 75% of your, your band has to reside in Manitoba to qualify for an award. That's that's our only major parameter. So, yeah, like, big major signed bands, they can all qualify, but... It's it's kind of a thing like don't run off your name alone. Yeah. Because it's the people who are working for it, you know, that that get the recognition, right? It's the people who are saying like, "Hey, go vote for me" or "Hey, check out this event." So, but I'll let Mike talk about answer your question there. Yeah, no, I think uh getting a, so getting a Conline crush is like not only is it a uh, like a big deal for the awards and, and helps like legitimize like where, where our vision is going or like that. But it's also like really cool just as uh, kind of like local fans, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting. Like we're, we're pretty close to a week out now and, and like we, everybody's like getting really excited and talking about Connelly and crush. Right. So you know, for, for me, right, like I was introduced to them when I was about 17 years old. So like 27 years ago or no, I guess not that long ago. Yeah, 27 years ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like, A can't, few years ago. Can't possibly be that old. But uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's kind of like a a very fitting band for our first big band kind of having for the awards. And it's, and it's a really good marker as to where we want to go with this. Is that sort of the, the plan then to have uh you know, I know you have local bands. Yeah. Everyone's local and everyone has a local connection, but you have smaller local bands playing at the event as well. Is that the idea yeah. going forward to have sort of the one big headliner and then uh, a bunch of the locals that are sort of more day to day involved in the scene? Yeah, I think it's like really important to the whole committee, not only like me and Dag, but to the whole committee to like always be representing like the smaller guys in the scene and and like where we're going and where we've kind of come from and things. You know, as an example, like one of one of the bands that are opening or the band that is opening is uh, the School of Rock House Band is is kicking off the night for us. So we really want to show like right from like the beginnings of of people's like music careers throughout manitoba and then yeah and then the intention is to hopefully consistently year after year hit everybody with like a really cool headliner and or possibly co-headliners you know but uh yeah it's uh that's the overall plan well, you have a lot to choose from. I mean, Manitoba has a pretty rich history of uh, of loud bands, so it's 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 a you're in a good place, I think, to to find find headliners like that for sure.
way that things are are coming together for us i think that uh we'll have a plethora of <laughs> of good shows ahead of us I was going to ask about about the um you know we, you, uh, Dag mentioned this a few minutes ago about the uh, the voting aspect and the fact that it's it's fan driven and that you have fans sort of nominating people and also voting then for for who's going to be uh, you know the bassist of the year band of the uh, rock band of the year whatever the category is. Mm. Are there any concerns about people just sort of uh, like rigging it is the wrong word but like just you know pushing too hard for votes and maybe you're not going to get an accurate uh, view of of who is actually the most you know beloved the bassist or whatever or, or do you care about that i mean because i imagine there's some bands that are doing more campaigning maybe for the awards than others and some of them probably just are happy to get it but don't actually push it right is that what are your thoughts on that we we have kind of run into something similar like uh we do uh in-person voting campaigns which which gives the the nominee 30 extra votes per vote okay and um Usually it's at our fundraiser shows. We do two of them. Um, we do, I think next year we're doing four of them throughout the year and two of them will have in-person voting, one in Brandon and one in here in Winnipeg. And, um, but, you know, it, it there, there's certain things we've run into, like like nominees can't play the fundraisers with in-person votings now. Um, uh, but we've also seen the benefits of somebody pushing their name and somebody really saying, Hey, here's your daily reminder to go vote for me. You know, we've seen the benefits of that and that's ultimately what it's about. The, the music industry has become so hard to, to just sell off your name or sell off, you know, the fact that there is an event going on. It's, it's very much like DIY. Um, My company does the best it can to do a promotion for an event but at the end of the day, like if the bands aren't helping with that, like it's not going to have as great of a turnout. So it's kind of like rewarding the people who do put their name out there and do mm-hmm. work their ass and their butts off, you know, to 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 really spread the word. That makes sense. That makes sense for sure. Is it is is there is it more difficult to get bands? Um, I mean, because Winnipeg in general, for every every style of music, is sort of the the, the center. Um, for the music scene, just because there's so many venues here, there's a ridiculous amount of bands here. Is it a challenge to get interest from artists outside of the outside of the city? I mean, I know Brandon probably has quite a few as well, but uh, once you go sort of beyond the two big cities in the province, is it difficult to find? First of all, find artists who might qualify for some of these categories, and then also get them interested in participating or get their fans interested in nominating them. My my company operates out of Portage, Winnipeg, Brandon, and the Paw. Okay, so you got that covered. <laughs> and, yeah, so I mean, it, it's it's uh, there's there's a huge music scene up north. There's a huge music scene in Brandon. You know, there's there's a there's a few local bands in Portage and and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it covers that aspect, and and they they want to be involved too, and we want them involved, right? Like we want it's the Manitoba Loud Music yeah. Awards, not Winnipeg loud music awards right so and and i think a part of that is because i'm from portage so it's you know uh, i have friends that play in bands that deserve these awards right they they work their butts off and especially in smaller communities they really work their butts off to promote themselves and why should they be discluded right so oh that's fair yeah Uh, i think like we're reaching pretty like like there is like 
bands nominated from you know Portage and Brandon and Miami, Manitoba, and we've got bands from Steinbach and Selkirk, and you know, so like we are getting a pretty good reach of the province. Like maybe maybe we'd like to see it a little stretch a little bit further, you know, and see who who else we could get you know involved. But it's evolving like really nicely. So like every like all three years, we we've seen the progress when it comes to getting other bands involved that are like it from other corners of the province. Yeah. So I think like that, that kind of thing is just kind of happening naturally for us. Well, and that'll probably continue to grow as the, as the event continues to grow too, as the awards get more word of mouth and, and get out there. Definitely.
the show um, is happening, you know, again, like I said at the, at the outset, I mean, if you're listening to this the day it came out, the show's tomorrow. But uh, what are the details of, of you know, uh, where it's happening, uh, if people can still get tickets, uh, you know, uh, leading up to it, and, and who, who's performing and all of that stuff? Uh, it'll be at the Park Theater November 18th. Uh, doors open at 5.30. Ceremony starts at 6. Um uh, with the way tickets are going right now, I'm wondering if there will be tickets available at the door, to be honest. They're going pretty hard. I, I was just drove out here to Winnipeg and sold 15 on my way here. So, <laughs> you know, like it, they're, they're really flying in um, a lot of the sales. and um, <laughs> You can try to chance it, but I wouldn't. Um, yeah, uh, they're $25 through... Uh, the Park Theatre's website. And uh, the bands that are playing is, uh, like Mike said, School of Rock. Uh, their host band will be opening up the ceremony. Um, and then we'll have uh, Ash and the Arsonists. We'll have Northern Royals. We'll have Book of Ghosts. All three of those bands are from Winnipeg, and they're just absolutely wonderful. Um, and then, of course, the Connelline Crush. As far so, as um, yeah, so, I mean this this year obviously like like we've clearly determined already the nominations are done the voting is done uh, all that ha- all that's left to happen is is to give out the awards but you know this is clearly something that you're planning on continuing uh, in the future as well as as it's as it's growing. Um, how do people get involved going forward? Like if someone is completely new to this event, maybe they hear this uh, six months from now and and this has already been done the the awards have been given out but they maybe want to find out how to get involved um, how to nominate a band how to how to vote. What are the details there? Where should they go to find out more information? Yeah, you can just follow us on our socials. And, you know, Manitoba Loud uh, is our Instagram. And then I think uh, MB Loud Awards or something like that on Facebook. It's the Manitoba Loud Music Awards, though. And, um, yeah, we, we're constantly updating our socials. Um, there's a website, loudawards.com, that the voting system happens on. Um yeah, and it's it's there's uh like uh pages on our website for um previous year's winners and and previous year's photos and stuff like that. Uh all of our sponsors are on there and uh yeah, and we, we keep them on there until we start getting new sponsors for the next following year. Cool, cool. So and then um, the uh, the actual nomination process. How long does it take from when the nominations start coming in to actually tallying up the votes? Is is it a few months in there? But between sort of the names uh, being put out there and then the actual voting. Yeah, it's like one month of nominations, one month of, or I think two months of comment or uh, getting the bands to get their information in, and then one month of voting. And then we spend the next two or three months like getting ready for the ceremony. So, and then that's the that's that's that. Well, you said earlier too that, that you do uh, fundraising events throughout the year, and that the ceremony is obviously the big, the big kind of closeout yeah. closeout for the year. Yeah. Um. Is it is it always at this time of year? Is it always sort of in the late fall, early winter? <laughs> yeah. This I think this will be the last year it does that. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is it going to be moving to a, like a more uh, hospitable weather or what? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, we, the first year we did it over three days at Bulldog Event Center. 
And on the Saturday, I got hit, but we got hit by a storm and I drove back to Portage behind a semi in it. And that was rough. And then last year, I think on the Saturday again, there was a, a bit of a snowfall. And then, um, and that one was over two days, but now we're doing it over one day and, you know, hoping that that it, it so far, it looks like it's going to be a nice day out actually. So. Yeah. You're, you're hoping, right? One, yeah. one more before I let you go. What do they actually win? Like, what is the actual prize that 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 uh, an award winner takes home? Every year, we've gotten more and more and more and stuff. Like, everybody wins an award, obviously. Um, but every year, we're we're doing more and more. So the Metal Band of the Year gets a spot. the The Metal Band of the Year is sponsored by Loudest Hell Festival and Drum Heller, which is second loudest, second largest metal festival in western canada and they uh they get a paid spot on that festival cool in the following year uh sos fest uh does hardcore band of the year and Corey thomas does the same thing he gives them a spot um you know and it, we're just kind of like trying to get more sponsors involved in in helping us out so we're hoping to get you know maybe a guitarist of the year or drummer of the year or something, right? Like something we want to entice so that it's more than just an award. Yeah. It's more than just bragging um, rights. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, again, every year we're just growing more and more and coming together more and more with these ideas. Like Mike's been such a mastermind behind so many things that like, you know, he's got all these great ideas that I personally wouldn't have thought of, you know, and it's just like, holy crap yeah that's awesome or you know um violet's really good with with coming up with you know ideas on stuff too and brett and tommy and you know denny does a lot of our social media stuff and so it's it's really 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 awesome that we all have these unique things to come together and and really make it evolve more and more well one thing i think you're missing is the uh the, the podcast of the year you gotta <laughs> you gotta add that one of these one of these events wink, we'll, we'll wink. talk about it yeah. yeah nudge nudge wink wink yeah say no more <laughs> we, we, may, we may have already discussed it <laughs> right on